all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Happy President's Day, everybody! <laughs> Wee! I don't know how you're celebrating your President's Day, but uh, hopefully you have the ceremonial uh, jug of milk grass and you've got your dirigible filled with monkey brains. I don't know. Uh, I was stunned I actually got this day off. So, today's musical guest, Gold Motel. Now, I know what you're saying. Haven't we heard from Gold Motel before? Yes, you're absolutely right. We have. Uh, and you're saying to yourself, well, why are we hearing from them again? And the answer is because I like it and no one listens to this podcast. And no one listens to this podcast for music. So, uh, whether or not we have the same old music in the background or something new or whatever, uh, then who cares, right? It's just, uh, it's there to fill in the gaps anyway whenever I stop talking. Like right now! So, right. So this is, a, you know, the fact that I get President's Day off is a sweet perk uh, from this job that, you know, you've heard me say I am... I, there are some problems that I have with this job. And... Sorry, I'm just checking my microphone to make sure I have it uh, uh, turned, uh, plugged in correctly. Anyway, look, so... <laughs> this job... Um, you know, it's, it, it has its ups and downs. Um, the biggest down, of course, is that every month they do all the invoices for all the customers and it's very stressful and uh, there has been a new mandate to make this whole process go faster and um, I don't know how they're gonna do that because there is a lot of manual steps involved and you know, if all goes well, we get more customers, which means more manual steps, which means this whole process is going longer. So I don't know how they're going to do this, uh, but only eight more years. Come on, eight more years. So, um, the latest thing, though, that happened with my job is... Um, I had a meeting, I had my one-on-one -on -one with my manager, and she said, uh, uh, we were just talking about everything, and um, I, so a few weeks ago, um, I had this thing where someone would message me, and they would say like, you know, on Slack, they would say, hi, Alan. And then nothing. Now, look, nobody messages anybody unless they want something, right? Like, 
Hey, can you do this thing? Hey, I need the data for this. How do we do this thing? You know, any any number of requests, but there's always a request, right? Nobody, nobody just ever, actually that's not true. Every once in a while I'd be like, oh my God, uh, I just watched this really bad George Clooney uh, 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 Julia Roberts movie, which I did, and we're gonna talk about in a minute, but, uh, but rarely, nobody, nobody's reaching out to me at this job for that. And I noticed that there were a couple of people who would just say, hi, Alan, or good afternoon, and then nothing, right? And so I went on, so, so we have this daily meeting, right? And in the daily meeting, I went and, and, I, and, and normally I don't have my camera on. And nobody cares, but it's kind of weird because there are some people who always have their camera on and there are people like me who never have their camera on. And so this time I said, you know what? I am going to try and nip this behavior in the bud. This behavior of salutations and then ghosting me because I, I don't want to navigate away from whatever it is because I'm assuming they're going to talk to me again and I don't you know, I, I, I don't want them to wait half an hour or whatever for an answer just in case I don't see the actual question. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna nip this in the bud. So I turned on my camera, I told everybody, I was like, look, you know, I'm happy to answer your questions and and I'd love to hear from you, and, and but you gotta ask the question, right? Like you can't, just say hi and then leave me with nothing. And I did everything I could to come across as warm and inviting. And then I had the one-on-one -on -one with my manager. And then my manager informs me that other people informed her that now I am unapproachable. Okay, great. Now, what's really funny about all of this is my manager is far more hostile to everyone than I am. And what was really nice about all of this was she followed up that statement of people think you're unapproachable with, hey man, I asked people to you call me by my first name and not my last name because she's one of these people that has two first names. Her first name could be a last name and her last name could be a first name, so yeah, she's got one of those. And she's like, look, you know, I I, uh, I got talked to as well because I asked people to call me by my first name and uh, I, I, the, the feedback I got was I came off as hostile. So, and I'm like, well, okay, cool. But then, it, it, I mean, look, it's, it's insane, right? Like these people are way overly sensitive. And honestly, I don't think my request is that crazy, right? <laughs> um, I And there is, of course, no way to, I, as far as I can tell, there is no way I could have phrased it where somebody would not have gotten offended by it. So, but still, it does make me hate just working in general. I mean, the fact that I have to put up with this nonsense of like, 
everybody being offended at everything for making a simple business request. Like, it's not like I, you know, I, I rubbed my dick on the camera and took a shit on the keyboard, right? Like, this is a business request. I don't know what kind of business that would be where dick camera rubbing is, you know, uh, look, maybe it, maybe, maybe porno auditions, they're trying to be safer these days, and it's like, hey, we gotta do it on Zoom. Rub your dick on the camera. Mmm, alright. Uh, no, this was, this was a reasonable business request, done in the nicest way possible. God, I hate working. I hate working, I hate people, and I mean, I mean, look, I don't hate people. I hate working with people uh, because of bullshit like this. Uh, anyway, all right, moving on. All right, so let's talk about this George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie. I had to look it up. It's called, even though I watched it, it's called Ticket to Paradise. And it's about a movie, it's, it's about 90 minutes. It's, it's about a movie where uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts uh, used to be married and they had this kid and the kid's all grown up. And as a graduation present from law school, uh, the, the daughter gets to go to some country that I am blanking on. Uh, and she falls in love and is going to marry a seaweed farmer. And of course, you know, their parents, you know, Julia Roberts and George Clooney are of course bent all out of shape about this because here she was going to be this powerful, successful attorney and now she's giving it all up to live on a seaweed farm. Of course, it turns out later that the seaweed farmer is quite successful, so it's not that bad that she's there because she's still, you know, whatever. But what's really interesting about the movie is how bad it is. And the reason it's so bad is because it doesn't go far enough. Like, they... Like, I mean, look, I'm probably the wrong audience for this movie because, you know, I'm not the typical rom-com crowd. Although I do love myself a rom-com. I mean, look, While You're Sleeping, one of the best movies ever. But this movie, like, so at one point, Julia Roberts' boyfriend shows up, who is a French airline pilot, and he gets bit by a snake which causes him to lose like three out of the ability to control like three out of four of his limbs and they don't do anything with it right like he he gets bitten and he kind of passes out and falls down and then um and then we see him at the end of the movie and then she's like oh my god how are you doing and he's like I can, uh, you know, I can move three, three out of the four parts of me, you know? I mean, why, where was the stuff in there where he's kind of like the Dread Pirate Roberts, you know, from The Princess Bride, like slowly getting his faculties back together and like, you know, he thinks both legs work and he tries to stand up and he's like, nope, left one doesn't. Yeah. Right? Like, all of that stuff, they could have just pushed it so much harder 
into a more, you know, something about Mary type of insanity vein. But, you know, I mean, on the other hand, maybe the people who want to watch these things, A, don't care, but B, it's like, uh, I don't really want that wacky a movie. I, wanted to, I want them to take this love story seriously between George Clooney and Julia Roberts, and it's like, uh, okay. But, I mean, there are movies like Something About Mary, right? Which, which is a, a totally broad, insane comedy that has tons of appeal. It's essentially a love story, you know? And, and yet, I, I don't know. I, 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 I almost wonder if they, this was a problem of after the fact, right? Like, you you shoot the whole movie, you look at the whole movie, and you're like, oh, yeah, we just didn't go hard enough. And once you get there, though, you're kind of screwed. There's not much you can do. Um, you know, you can't just magically come up with, like, zany moments and inject them into your movie. So, I mean, look, I'll, I'll cut these people some slack. Um, it's, it's hard. Movie making is hard. But I guess this is, the moral of the story is really think about what it is you are trying to do before you even start doing it. Like, what is the tone that you are trying to do? And I was watching a video of Steve Vai, the great guitarist Steve Vai, and he was talking about practicing. And there was, legendarily, Steve Vai is one of these guys who practiced eight hours a day. And he would practice his scales and, you know, all this, he had a whole routine that he would do. And one of the things that he said in this video I was watching, he said, I never worked on my weaknesses. I figured my weaknesses were my weaknesses and I should instead, whatever I'm doing, I try and highlight my strengths and exaggerate them. Now, that's a great idea when it comes to artistic endeavors. Although I must say, if you suck at parallel parking, you should get better at parallel parking. I mean, that is, that is something that we all need to do if you're a driver and you cannot, you know, not be good at it. Uh, changing lanes, same thing, keeping with the driving metaphor. Um, oh, this is the song um, uh, from Gold Hotel, uh, Mo Gold Motel, sorry, uh, Brand New Kind of Blue. This is the one that I, I, that I learned about on Rocksmith, and this is what got me into them. Anyway, getting back to artistic endeavors, this idea of like, I mean, look, I struggle with this all the time. If you've ever seen any of my animations that I do to my brother, my brother and me, you can see like I'm trying to like do things and I'm trying to get better at them, but it's also really, it's just, it's, it's a thing that I don't think my brain knows how to do. Like, I know I can look at it and I'm like, no, that part is wrong, but I'm not really sure on how to fix it. 
And a lot of people would say, well, why don't you take a class? Or why don't you do this? Why don't you got? And I'd be like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like, I've watched hundreds of videos about how to do this. I don't think my brain works this way. I don't think I can get this round, the square peg into this round hole. It's just not going to work. Um, so that idea of focusing on your strengths, so that is kind of what I've done. Like, rather than trying to make subtle, delicate movements that, you know, a, a, a Pixar artist could do, I'm like, screw that. I'm just going to lean into, like, quick, fast movements uh, and then, you know, sharp facial expressions and, and do it that way um, and, and lean into the weirdness of it all rather than trying to be Pixar because I don't think I'll ever be Pixar. So, sadly, in my job, the job that pays me, uh, I can't do that. Um, so, I guess... <laughs> I guess I just have to avoid the confrontation completely rather than trying to get better at dancing around these folks' fragile opinion of me. I don't know. All right, well, from me! From the music of Bright Brown, happy President's Day, everybody! And let's do this one more time. Till then!